Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australians are getting older and the need for good quality aged care is a growing concern. Many don't know about the services and how they can access them. Australia's aged care sector is under pressure to meet the growing demand. The latest intergenerational report says that the ageing population is expected to reach nearly 40 million by 2055, with nearly a quarter of that over the age of 65. Aged care services have changed significantly over the last 15 years. One major change is the setup of My Aged Care, a call centre and website service launched by the government in July 2015, where elderly people can request aged care services tailored to their needs. Ethnic Communities Council of New South Wales Multicultural Ageing and Disability Access Program Officer Terry Leolios explains... So if you are over 65, you are ageing and you need support at home, that would be the first tick that you'll need. If you have a Medicare card, that's a good indicator that you're probably eligible to be able to apply. But the best thing to do, call the My Aged Care Call Centre, tell them a little bit about you and what your needs are, and they'll be able to support you and help you along the way to decide whether or not you're eligible for these services. Many people think that they're not, and they call, and they're very surprised to find out the sort of services they can access here in Australia. My aged care services range from basic chores like mowing the lawn, doing the shopping or cleaning, to complex needs such as alternative support for accommodation. Payment options vary and are tailored to the needs of an individual. Terry Leolios says there is also support for people who are in financial hardship. There are options of paying up front. There are payment options where you can pay every month or with every service visit. But they also have hardship options. So if you're finding it hard to pay, if you're financially in a position which is difficult, and many of us share that space at the moment, it's always important to let the service know you're finding challenges and that you will um, need some sort of alternative ways to pay your payment. No one here in Australia who needs aged care but financially can't afford it is ever left off the support, they don't fall through the cracks. It's important that you let people know so they can accommodate you. The Federation of Ethnic Communities Council of Australia's 2020 Vision for Older Called Australians report says migrant communities are ageing at a much faster rate than the population at large. The Australian Bureau of Statistics says in a few years, 30% of the population aged 65 years and above will be from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds. FECA's Healthy Ageing Chair, Mary Patetsos, says they're advocating for the needs of migrant communities. What we're essentially saying is that called Australians need to understand what services are available to them. They need to be able to communicate those, um, their needs in their own language and they also need to be able to talk to people so that they can understand what services are available so that they can make informed choices. My Aged Care System includes information in many languages. However, advocates and professionals from the sector believe accessing information and services is often too complex. Community consultant and former aged care worker Rafaela Lopez says computer literacy is a challenge. 
people who are over 70 and uh, they did not have access to uh, a technological education, so they're not uh, computer savvy, and they're still going to have a lot of issues in using the service. Support is available to access the system. It is important, however, that whenever you are concerned, as someone who speaks a second language, contact your your local migrant resource centre, contact your local ethnic communities council or your multicultural worker or a worker who speaks your language. Let them know through your social support groups, I have this need and I don't know where to go, and they'll be able to show you how to access my aged care and how to get the best support possible. Resty's Sons is an 81-year-old woman, originally from Spain, who lives on her own in Melbourne. She recently underwent a knee operation and organised her aged care services before going to hospital. She doesn't use computers, so she contacted her local council via phone, but it wasn't easy. I had to make a lot of phone calls. The phone number they gave me ended up being in Queensland. From Queensland, I think they took me to Canberra. Well, it took me a lot of phone calls until they finally came. After the operation, Resty can now use facilities at home that help her access the shower and toilet, for which she paid a low fee. She now finds it's easier to navigate the system and enjoys a package from which a person comes once every two weeks to do cleaning at her place for $15 per month. A few days ago, she asked for someone to take her shopping, as her daughters are not always available to help her. She received a visit from an assessor, and even though English is not her first language, she didn't have difficulties explaining to them what her needs were. In that interview, they asked me whether I could drive, and I said yes. But at the moment, because I'm like this, I need someone who could take me shopping. They asked me, for how long? And I said, at least for six to eight weeks and then I'll be able to drive back again. So now she took everything in writing, and I'm waiting for them to tell me yes or not. There are certain cultural barriers which can prevent some people from using aged care services. Rafaela Lopez says in some communities the children are expected to care for their elderly parents. It's very easy to you know, cross the road and, and go and assist your father. Um, but here, that you know, we have this thing called the tyranny of distance, and sometimes children uh, can uh, buy uh, properties quite far away from uh, from the city. Um, so it's, it becomes really a very difficult situation for children to help their parents when they need practical support. Rafaela Lopez insists that people have the right to use these services. They have paid for it. They have contributed to, to, the, uh, to the economy of the country and uh, it is their right and they, they should use these services uh, which are there to make uh, life in the community easier and so they can stay at home longer. Like most new programs, My Aged Care doesn't always run smoothly. Terry Leolios from ECC New South Wales encourages people to voice their concerns and provide feedback. It's so important. We are taught as CALD, as multicultural individuals, don't complain, it's not the polite thing to do. In our community, we should be grateful for what we have, even if it's not perfect. But the Australian, Australian government and the Commonwealth is saying, no, we want to hear from you, because every time we tell them something goes wrong, it's their job and their responsibility to fix it.
In January 2017, the Federal Assistant Minister for Health and Aged Care, Ken Wyatt, announced more than $8.5 million in additional funding for the Multipurpose Services, MPS, program for aged care in regional, rural and remote communities, stating that aged care services must be available to communities across the nation and all its diversity. For information on the My Aged Care program, visit www.myagedcare.gov.au or call 1-800-200-422. For step-by-step information about how to access aged care support, visit the New South Wales Ethnic Communities Council website. Feature prepared by Esther Lozano. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.